Hello again. Welcome to another episode of Jesse and Wilder's Guide to Life. I'm Jesse. That's Wilder. And here remotely in the studio, we have a very special guest, Blair Bozerich. Blair, introduce yourself. Tell them why you're better at this than we are. Hi. Uh, again, my name is Blair Bazdrich. I uh, work at a zoo. I'm a zoologist. I've worked in zoos for 15 years and another five years volunteering. And I am also on a podcast called This Week in Science. I have my own segment called Blair's Animal Corner. So animal science is kind of my thing. Yeah, fucking strap in, y'all. We got ourselves an expert today. <laughs> yeah, because we are, in fact, talking about animal. We're going to build the best one. And... Blair's going to tell us how wrong we are the whole time. Yeah, yeah. And also help us make a really good animal, hopefully. Yeah, here's what's going to happen, gang. McGrath and I, being men of science, obviously, <laughs> we often think about what's the best animal. There's no way to be have one best animal unless, of course, we Frankenstein one together ourselves, which is pretty much exactly what we're going to do. And we got an actual expert here to tell us how fucking stupid we are. Um, I think before we get into our our typical goings on we should each go around the table and share our favorite animal what animal we think is the best to kind of lay the groundwork okay i love that and then maybe why it's the best yeah i mean you should ex yeah offer an explanation don't just fucking uh -huh. say no, just name it <laughs> yeah okay. don't just be like ooh, roly-poly and then move on <laughs> yeah well i mean you took mine already <laughs> why don't you start us off uh okay i love a polo bear that one's my favorite oh I like bears already in general, but I like them polo bears because they're all, they're all, you know, they're different than the other bears and they're like long. They got them long arms and I like seeing them pounce oh, on the McGrath ice. McGrath likes them long. <laughs> yeah, I will. I've been talking a lot about the, my preference towards long animals. <laughs> long. Interesting. They're not the longest animal though. No, but no. they're probably the longest bear. Longest bear. Blair, what do we think about Blair, that? Blair, go they ahead. Chime in. Yeah, so they are, they're some of the biggest bears. They and, and Kodiak bears are both very large. Now, is it the longest bear, though? Because McGrath is touting their length. Yeah, I feel like Kodiak big all around. I've, Apollo, I feel like, is has got that that stretch. They look like lo just long, you know? You know what I'm talking yeah, about? I don't, I don't offhand know the length of a polar bear versus a Kodiak bear. <laughs> That's fine, because we don't know anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite animal, Blair? It's the hippopotamus. Okay. Uh, yeah, they're amazing. They're vegetarians, but they are the most dangerous animal in Africa. They're yeah. territorial. They're good at swimming. Aren't they the most dangerous animal? In Africa, that's certainly true. They, they kill over 200 people a year. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, which they're not good at swimming, actually, but they are really good at walking on the river bottom, which I really like. That is kind of a workaround. Same. It's pretty good. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's that's how I swim. I get in the shallow end and just yes, exactly. do that little skip, you know, yeah. under the water. <laughs> yeah. I've discovered, speaking of animal lengths, what I really like about animals, I found out over time, is a really large mouth in relation to their face. Because oh, my sure. other favorite animal is the Chaco horned frogs. And Chaco horned frogs are also called Pac-Man frogs because they okay, basically okay, just on, look on, like Pac-Man. I got to Google this. I got to Google this. <laughs> yeah, you're, doing it. you're talking real fast. Choco I'll be dropping all this science frog. knowledge. Yeah, Choco, chocolate? Yes. Oh, Choco As Horned Frog. Chacoan. Wow, look at this dude. Hey, everyone, Google along at home. No, that's all just big mouths. Also, the frog mouth is a great bird Huge that mouth, has a giant eyes. mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Love that. 
I've already learned more in 15 seconds than <laughs> anyone has ever learned from 100 hours of the dumb Absolutely shit that we normally correct. say. Well, um, you're in Blair's Animal Corner, so. Yeah, yes. good. Yeah. Fucking good. My my <laughs> dad once texted me, yo, do you hear this shit about, about hippos? And I was like, what shit? And he was like, they bite a whole lion's head right off. And I was like, what? <laughs> and apparently true? he was just watching some uh, nature documentary, and he was sold on hippos. He did not realize how um, big and scary and strong they were. Yeah, they're badass. Is that true? They could bite a lion's head off? They could, they could bite whatever they want. Oh, shit. <laughs> you fucking idiot. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. All right, Wilder. Favorite yeah, animal. Favorite animal is the penguini, of course. Ah, penguin. Uh, they're the best because they look great. Mm-hmm. Uh... They know how to fucking chill, dude. What else you need? They know how to chill. Yeah. I wasn't even trying to do like a Mr. Freeze pun, but they do know how to chill. And they just fucking look good while they're doing it. They are formally like dressed. It's true. You got a, you got a favorite one? Because I know there's all different types of penguin. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like an Adeli. Yeah, that's Big a Big fan one. of an Adeli. I like a chin strap. I like a, like a Galapagos or like a rock hopper too. Oh, so you're just naming all of the ones you know? You're just stunting right now? Is that what you're doing? Oh, I could keep fucking going, baby. Chin strap. What's good? Emperor. <laughs> Macaroni, I think, is a type of penguin. It sure is. Mm. Yeah. My, uh, my favorite penguin is the blue fairy penguin. They look oh. like babies their whole lives, and they're tiny. What? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was not guys. aware of this little freak boy. I like this a lot. <laughs> all right, so... Let's just fucking kick things off. Where do we want to start here? Um, I mean, you you really wanted powers as a category. Yeah, you I want that. to talk about powers, but we don't have to get into it yet. I guess we could start with powers. Start with powers. What kind of powers do you want an animal okay. to have? And just as a reminder to you at home and Blair, we're going to put these in three categories. We're going to go very quite lit, which is the best, very pretty good, which is medium, and very not quite lit, which is bad. So to me, like a great power is flight, obviously. Yeah, that's very quite lit right that's a three it's got to be very quite lit interesting the the thing that your favorite animal cannot do flight is going to be on very quite lit (laughs) yes that's correct so let me throw it out there then there's the northern hemisphere version of a penguin which is called an auk a-u-k which has a lot of the qualities of a penguin oh i don't even know this thing it can also fly oh Look at this little flying penguin that I'm looking at. Sort of a penguin 2.0 situation here. I don't even know about this critter. That's because you're dumb, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude. Oh, they got Damn. the big this, wings. This little thing is cuter than a penguin, too, I think. No, well, and some of them are scary, though. <laughs> Here's so I don't like birds. I should throw this out there by saying one of my favorite animals is a bird. Birds okay. freak me the fuck out, fam. Damn, these ox are cute as hell. Yeah. Okay, wait, but you mentioned birds are scary. very scary to me. You, what do you? What do we? Scare is scary a power? I feel like it might be right. Um, I guess it's yeah, it's a power. <laughs> or intimidating, I mean, maybe or yeah, yeah, intimidating. Is this a or, power? I think it might. I like, think if something now is... Blair, correct me if I'm wrong. Can't like a platypus? Don't they have like some sort of like electric powers? Like they can create currents or like electric currents? <laughs> is that a thing? Uh, close. So they they can okay. they have elect electric. Nah, dude. <laughs> so basically, they can 
They can sense when something's alive under the mud. Sharks can do that too. So they, that way, if you're like a little flounder and you're hiding under the mud and you're totally camouflaged, they can still tell you're there. Okay. Like that's a power to me. Yeah. So yeah. Electroreception. Yeah. Yeah. Write that and spell it right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Electroreception. Not a problem for me. Boom. Nailed it. Damn it. I spelled reception. (laughs) No, you Um, did not nail it. Uh, I'm putting scary in very pretty good. Okay, because then you can't make a lot of friends if you're too scary. And would we say that cute also a very pretty good power? Cute? Cute, like a little cute thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. A power that some of us, like myself, live with to this day. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Because I feel like you're, as an animal, cute is good for me as a human looking at the animal, but in the wild, maybe not the best. Mm -hmm. Uh So we think, actually, that there's a reason that some animals are cute. And specifically, why babies are cute. Go and on. It's to encourage yes, please tell us. Hair. Yeah. So this oh. is actually back to the blue fairy penguins. The reason they look like babies their whole lives is so they don't get beat up on by other penguins. Oh shit. Oh shit. So yeah. cute might be very quite lit. Cute is like a great power yeah, to have. So yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Put it in very quite lit. I'm yeah. very curious to see what power you're going to decide is not good to have. Okay, well, yeah. like, let's think about some bad ones. Like, uh, yeah, tell us, Wilder. <laughs> tr- okay, like, how about like B? Sting something once and you die? No thanks. That's a bad power to me. Yeah, that's fair. Ooh, that's a great. Yeah. yeah, that's a great example. One. Wh- what do you What do you want to call that as? Just B sting? You're. I don't know. You figure that out. Well, like a one hit. I mean, if you want to get really scientific with it you could call it a terminal defense oh great yeah i definitely do shit i definitely terminal do defense dog yeah that is a shit ass power bees what, what other categories you want here like feet can we start there feet because yeah. we are frankensteining a perfect animal here. yeah okay feet slash like paws yeah right? slash like you know other things for feet yeah what do birds have are they called feet yeah okay yeah the, or fin yeah there's also fins wings okay those are all appendages. Oh, appendages. Fuck. Yeah, just put appendages, baby. <laughs> Damn, dudes. Oh, I spelled it. What are some of your faves? I think wings only medium to me cuz then I don't have a I don't have any Yeah, you fingies. can't really like hold something like a fork. Yeah, I can't pop open yeah. my Coca-Cola Correct. if I've only got wings. I will say bat wings have a little kind of finger on the end, which is cool. Oh, that's true. That's very true. wing finger about the nastiest thing i ever heard uh all all bats have that yeah powers we did scary and cute but what about ugly ugly probably a bad power right not so much a power as it is a curse blair is there sort of any uh advantage to being (laughs) ugly um i it depends what kind of ugly i think so if you're okay. if you're covered in spines or you look like you'd be difficult to eat, there's definitely a defense mm-hmm. element there. Mm. But I think okay. otherwise, what you think is ugly, probably another animal thinks is really attractive. Yeah, one man's trash, dog. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay, so Uggo is maybe a two. Right. Wings medium to me. Fins medium, right? Because fins is like know. it just depends on where you are, I guess. Fins are very quite lit if you're in the water. Yeah. Except you know what's a middle ground is a webbed foot. Oh, webbed feet, bad to me, right? But I guess then you have advantage on land. Yeah, and sea, so though. they're 
Exactly. I feel like there's going to be a lot of mediums here. It's also tough because is the animal we're building... Because, like, if we're building an animal, couldn't we just give them all, like, wings oh and, God. like, ten arms? <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like we're just... <laughs> like, fucking Goro from Mortal Kombat, but with wings and fins and webbed feet, too. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I hate this. <laughs> uh, is there a number of appendages that hits right? Like, can it only be four or less? How about you get... You get six, okay? You get some sort of arms, you get some six. sort of legs, and then maybe you get two bonus things. Ew. Six <laughs> appendages. <laughs> Dog, spiders got eight. Oh, that's a uh, fact. But they also don't have a spine, so. Oh, it no spine? On yeah, you gotta trade. To that's go the for... deal. If you get more than four appendages, you gotta give up a spine. Yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. It's like building a character in a video game. Yeah, that's the slider, is that you more you go up on appendages, the less you get on spine. Where do we put spider yeah. legs, gang? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very spooky. I think spider legs very quite lit. Scary as hell. You get to climb on walls. Yeah. You get them little... Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spider legs, I guess, is very quite lit, but it scares me. You get them them tarantula ones that got the fuzzies on them. That you just kick uh-huh. right into somebody's face. Oh, you know yeah. What yeah, yes. I don't like creepy crawlies. Blair, how are you on creepy crawlies? Well, I'm... I appreciate them very much. I think they're fascinating, but okay. for most of my childhood, I was terrified of spiders. I'm better now. I can hold tarantulas and stuff, but... It was it was a tough it was it was a tough time for me getting used to them. Damn, wait, yeah, I'm not used to them at I all. I want to pause. I want to pause one second. Blair, lover of animals, scientist supreme. What is your least favorite animal? What animal do you just fucking hate? Pandas. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Everybody loves a panda. <laughs> yeah, good. So take them I down. I can talk about this for an hour. Tell them. Tell them. Let's get it. We have ultimately an hour. the problem is. They Fucking are bad worthless. at living. Yeah, good. <laughs> so they bad at they living. Have the, they have the wrong gut bacteria, so they pretty much always have an upset stomach. <laughs> they okay. Yeah. So that's strike Someone one. Someone tells me you're about to list all the ways in which pandas are similar to Jesse. Oh my god! Hold on. Bad bad power upset tummy all the time. <laughs> yeah, for they, sure. Bad power. They they cannot find their way home if they get lost. Okay. They're done. <laughs> Just like McGrath. Keep going. They give birth to their babies way too early to the point where they are completely useless. Other bear cubs can take care of themselves. These guys, done. They like their. Why have pandas not adapted to be not so stupid? Um, well, (laughs) um, and they're also, they're just, they're not motivated to do things. They're not motivated to have sex either. I did hear that they they like eating more than they like mating. Yeah, so I have a theory. It's probably not very popular, but it's that, you know, most animals that are endangered currently are endangered because of us. But Mm -hmm. I believe that the panda is still alive because of us, that they are an evolutionary dead end. Nature messed up and they they should be gone. Fucking let them have it. Yeah, I honestly, I think about it all the time. Anytime any of those videos of like, pandas falling out of trees pops up in my feed and they're like look at these cute little goofs i'm like how much money do we spend annually trying to keep these things alive and they're just seem to that's the other thing man actively be trying to kill themselves (laughs) 
there's better animals that could take our money right now that have important roles in their ecosystem. Damn. Now, That's the other problem. We don't know what pandas do for us and for the ecosystem. <laughs> they have no, as far as we can tell, we have not yet found Exactly. They serve no purpose. I love it. God damn. They're, the very not quite lit powers is just an explanation of pandas. <laughs> <laughs> True. But, okay, look, I don't want to come off as some sort of panda apologist, but is this the panda's fault? No. But it's not our it's responsibility. It's our fault. Yeah. Right. It's our fault for sinking so too many resources you're telling into me, them. You're telling me that you go, you're looking at a panda and a pigeon and you'd rather spend time with that pigeon to me the nastiest trash animal that ever lived hold on (laughs) hold on (laughs) the pigeon you see on the street sure that's that's a trash animal but the the history of pigeons is actually kind of illustrious and they are extremely smart they have navigation abilities like you would not believe won't they navigate out of my fucking way (laughs) i hate them that might be my well, least favorite I mean, animal. Yeah, street pigeon, passenger pigeon, kind of different. I would rather see a street rat than a street pigeon. I, I'm i fully... Yeah, well, I mean, that's the whole other thing is like if you want to get into animal intellect too, people think that birds are really stupid, but they're not. They're actually super smart. Okay. So the whole like bird brain thing is not a thing. But like aren't some crows or ravens, I don't know which one, don't they remember faces? What's the deal with that? <clears throat> yes. So Which one? Is it crow or raven? It, uh, corvids in general, crows, ravens, jays. Oh, corvids, such a scary name for those things. Yeah. Oh. They, they are so smart. So they remember faces. They can pass information through What about super brain for powers? That's very quite lit. Who, yeah. Yes. What's the smartest animal, Blair? That is such a hard What Like, what comes to mind? What's in the conversation? Crows, for sure. I oh, mean, God, so the, scary. The New Caledonian <laughs> crow from New Zealand Pal- is so There's smart. There's a new crow? We're still no, making them? The na- this is the name of the crow. Yeah, it's just the name, <laughs> stupid ass. Oh, New Caledonian crow. <laughs> We're oh, still yeah. making them? Uh, Jeez, told you, we Christ, are you're an idiot. morons. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this They're is a so very smart. scary animal that I'm looking at right now. They, they can communicate with each other. They can make tools. They store tools. And oh they can um, they can follow kind of logic puzzles. And recently we found out they actually have object permanence, which means if you like step behind a sheet, they know you're still there behind the sheet. Fuck that. Damn. So you can't escape them. They're, they've got you. Crows, mm-hmm. that's scary as hell. Crow brain going on very quite lit power. I'm trying to think of bad appendages. What about like no appendages? That's bad. Is it? A snake got no appendages and snakes are kind of tight. Are they? Snakes scare me, too. A lot of the animal kingdom very scary to me. <laughs> You're just a little chicken shit. It's all. Wilder hates animals, I think. Yeah, that's what we learned today. I really like the furry ones. Oh, I'm going to put none appendages as a as a very pretty good. The thing okay. is, if as snakes can do things that we definitely cannot. So they're, they're basically just a long rib cage with a lot of ribs. So they're super flexible. Ew. So they can... They can move through kind of areas that we couldn't walk through. They can hang out on branches. They can climb trees. Some snakes can swim. So if you're thinking about kind of the ability to go all places, like we were talking about, being a snake might actually be a good one. That's what I'm saying. I think sometimes less is more. Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't act like you knew any of that. Where do we? <laughs> That's exactly my thoughts precisely is what I was thinking. Yeah, uh, yeah Jesse knows. 
Yeah. Why don't we jump down to like, like covering? And I want to, that to me is going to be like, what's your skin like? And what's on top of your skin? Is it fur? Is it scales? You know what I mean? Your your epidermis dog? How dare you? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking science boy coming through. (laughs) Yeah. Jesse just writes on the chart, science words. (laughs) To me, and like, maybe I'm wrong. Let me rephrase. Probably I'm wrong. But is fur very quite lit? Because what's that going to be a problem? It's going to keep you warm. It's also going to make you cute as hell. Yeah, but also you shed and it gets all over your domicile, all over your ha- little your This is animal not house. your problem if you are an animal, though. <laughs> you think golden retrievers are like, damn it, I keep shedding. <laughs> so I think fur that is um, two layered. If you have an undercoat and an overcoat, you're set because the under uh, keeps you warm. And is very fuzzy, but the overcoat is kind of slick and more waterproof. Because that's the thing you kind of run into with fur is if you get wet at all, you could freeze to death. <gasps> what kind of animals have an undercoat? A lot of them. So otters are a famous one because they actually it works almost like a, a dry suit. So the the fur underneath stays almost completely dry, and the air trapped in there helps keep them warm. And Whoa. the outer layer is like a raincoat, like it's totally slick. Who got who got one who's who's the idiot that got one layer of fur? Well, it's you're not an idiot if you live like in the African savanna and you have one layer of fur, right? <laughs> what about like a dog? Does a dog have two layers of fur? Yeah, so it depends on the dog too. So some like the golden retriever has two layers for sure. Um Whoa. The a lot of water dogs just have one, but it's kind of rough What's and a water coarse, dog. So- Oh, like a Portuguese water dog, you mean? Yeah, that's what that's what my dada has. Also, isn't that hair yeah. and not fur some oh, weird shit? I was thinking of I was thinking of the water horse. Remember that movie? <laughs> <laughs> nah, dogs. That, like, that was, was that a movie about a silky? Was what was that? Remember that documentary, The Water Horse: <laughs> Legend of the Deep? What was it about? It was about like the Loch Ness monster. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> cool. I'm glad you brought that science into this room. So I'm going to go ahead and veto all mythical animal pieces. From <laughs> yeah, this yeah that's, that's fair. Cool. If if we didn't, yeah, we're trying to build a real animal. Duh. Yeah, this would be yeah. a three-hour-long thing if we added um, mythical stuff. Okay, what are the advantages of scales? Well, so really evolutionarily, you're talking about the difference between amphibian skin, which is porous and um, mm-hmm. is you have to stay wet and you can dry out and stuff like that, um, but the reason the, the kind of the benefit to having that is that you can breathe through your skin, which is pretty cool. Oh. Um, yeah. What? Yeah. So they can take the dissolved oxygen straight out of the water, straight into their bloodstream, but that does mean they can dry out. So if you have scales, then you can't dry out, which is the benefit of the scales is that you can go like to the desert. You don't see a lot of frogs in the desert, but you see lots of lizards and tortoises. So and are snakes. scales very quite lit? So scales, it they are except a couple things. So you have to shed in big pieces. So if you're oh, a, yeah. a snake, you have to shed all in one piece, Ew. and the entire time you're shedding, Ooh. you're you're vulnerable, right? So Ooh, like you can't no see. No, thank you. But otherwise, they're I mean they're really good at at protecting you. It's basically you're covered in armor, right? So what covered in armor put in very quite lit? Yeah, I mean powers. just armor. <laughs> armor in general yeah. is good. So maybe armadillo armor, because then you're still a mammal, okay. but you have the. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What about? Okay, so can you just pop uh, pop scales in very pretty good? Yeah, scales is in very pretty good because of the because of the big nasty molt that you have to do. Um, uh-huh. 
Because, geez, that's gross. Especially if we're building our perfect animal and it's, like, big. We got to talk about size also, obviously, at some point. Uh, if you're, like, talking, if we're building this perfect animal and it's that big, long animal like I like, and it's covered in scales and it's molting this, like, 30-pound, nasty, <laughs> dead skin mm -hmm. pile. No, thank you. That's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what is, what's, what's a hippo covered in, Blair? What is that, skin? What do they got? Yeah, it's just, <laughs> I mean, they're mammals, so they're like us. So they just yeah, have skin, dumb, dumb. and then they have some uh, kind of big, coarse hair throughout their body. They have big uh, pores, actually, because they sweat. Their sweat looks like blood. Um, <laughs> actually, they think that it has... Why? They think that it has... Why uh, does your sweat look like blood? <laughs> yeah, why? You can't just breeze the, by that? The, the theory is that it has the same properties as sunscreen, so it helps protect them from the sun. Oh, blood sunscreen oh, sounds like the definition of a two for powers, huh? If, yeah. If, <laughs> if you got nasty sunscreen that helps protect you, but also looks like blood that's just coming out uh -huh. of your pores. I don't know. I feel like that adds to your reputation as a badass animal, though, right? Like just oh, walking around. You got to worry about your rep, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you do. It's just too much like the bad guy from Casino Royale for me. Where he cries okay, the, the, the blood, cries you know what blood. I'm talking about? Yes. But imagine if he cried and then he rubbed it in like to his nose and stuff to protect himself from the sun. Ew! Sure. So skin, skin I feel like is medium. It's, if, is it, it seems like it would not protect you as well as say armor. Yes? So I would, I would honestly put skin like we have with nothing on it in the one category oh, yeah. because Human it's just skin. pitiful. There's nothing. Yeah. Our lame so, ass skin that got to go. Yeah. Bitch ass human skin. It's thin, right? It's yeah, very sucks. <laughs> you got to have either hair or feathers or scales or guard hairs, something. What's a guard hair? Oh, it's kind of what hippos are covered in. So it's when you have these oh. kind of long, stiff hairs that okay. are through like a whisker. It's like a whisker all over your body, basically. Hey, McGrath, did you hear when I just sort of got that question right a little bit? Nice, dude. Nice, dude. <laughs> Thank you. Sick, bro. Okay, what? Where do we? Let's. I need. We need to go back up to appendages because all we have right now is none wings and spider legs. <laughs> we absolutely need to put other things in here. A webbed foot it sounds gross uh -huh. to For me. What? Oh, appendages. <laughs> yeah. I kind of want to talk about tails, though. What do we think about that? That's an tails appendage, is my right? favorite topic. Oh, so tails is our I favorite cannot topic. Wait let's for talk us about to talk it. about tails. Okay, so let's do let's do appendages, non-tails as one category, and then just tails as yeah. its own category. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is actually my favorite icebreaker question in any scenario. Oh, do Which, it. What's your favorite tail? If you could have, if you as a human, just you had a tail now. Uh huh. What animal tail would you have, and why? Oh my god, I mean, I love a squirrel tail. Fancy for sure. I want a big whale tail, baby. I want to make big splashes. Oh, a whale tail. <laughs> but as a human, like, that's what you would want? Yeah, just fucking breach and just big old, big, do a big slap <laughs> right on the water, you know? <laughs> Damn, dude, that one sucks. <laughs> oh, my God. Whale tail. Blair, what's your tail of choice? Um, just because it would look so fancy and fabulous, I would want a red fox tail. Ooh, oh, yeah, yeah, that is a, a good... fox tail. That's mm -hmm. a sharp-looking tail, for sure. I love a fox. I'm just going to say it. I yeah. don't even care who knows <laughs> Yeah, I can tell them, dude. Foxes are great. What is the... what? Okay, so we talked about all of our favorite tails, but what is, like, the value of... Because tails, like, add a lot functionally, right? Well, like, balance, balance right? Like, balance-wise and shit. Yes, yeah, so it's a balance thing. 
It's a display thing. Think about pe- peacock tails. Oh, for but, mating? Yes, but yeah. it is also, it can be a fifth arm. So monkey, prehensile Excuse? monkey tails and uh, opossum tails and porcupine tails, they can actually be used like a fifth arm. What's the difference between a possum and an opossum? They are different animals. So opossums live in the United States in North America and possums live in South America or in Australia. They're just completely different animals. Um, yeah, so you can grab stuff with them. You can hang from them. So if you're thinking about the actual use of a tail, I think prehensile tail is the way you got to go for sure. But the gross thing is, the gross thing about a prehensile tail is it has to be hairless, at least on part of it, or you can't Ew. use it Like right. a rat? Yeah. Ew. Arguably one of the worst tails, a rat tail. Rat tail. On humans and rats alike. Aesthetically, it's terrible is the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, and does it do any? Does a rat tail do anything? It looks like a piece no, of rubber that drags behind balance. a rat. Yeah, Ooh. it's just for balance on a rat. Typical Great. rats. Uh, so whale tail, then I get the sense maybe we're not thinking it's as cool as I think it is. Is that what I'm picking up here? Yeah, I think any tail that's used for swimming is is it probably a two. It'd be really helpful for swimming, but other than that, there's not a lot of added. Yeah, okay, fine. Benefit. Fine. What about yeah. um like a little pig tail? What's those tails doing? <laughs> Oh no, yeah. They're probably vestiges, honestly. Like they're they're leftovers and they don't even need them if they're Ew. that small. <laughs> leftovers. <laughs> yeah. So what about that sucks. What about like a useless little corgi tail? Oh yeah. So same thing. Although with corgis, they actually cut them off. So corgis can't have long tails. Wait, they cut corgis' tails off? It sucks. Yeah. So Why? They aesthetics. Breed standard. Yeah, dog, you didn't know that? What? I know. It's sad. What's a corgi with a tail look like? How long that tail get? If you Google a picture of a cardigan Welsh corgi, cardigan that is the Welsh type corgi. of corgi Don't that are allowed to Googling keep that right this minute. their tail. And they look like kind of like foxtails. They're long and pretty. Oh, damn. Let's get these corgis' tails back. I know. It does look like a little foxtail. Don't they do that with a... They do that with a couple other dog breeds, right? Like, isn't Rottweiler mm-hmm. one of them? And Yep. And Pitbulls. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like a boxer, maybe? They don't mm-hmm. have little, yep, they have little boxers. nub tails. Yeah. Bonus points, uh, don't, cut off the, don't cut off tails. Yeah, yeah, keep the tails. How about just don't alter the animal with surgery? It would be great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's probably yeah, a don't, move. Don't, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't perform <laughs> uh, aesthetic surgery. <laughs> On this animal that we're Frankensteining together. Yeah, let's not. Can we agree, as per appendages go, human hand is actually a very good appendage. Yes, because of the thumb. Yeah, but I feel like, are we talking about ourselves here? If we, if we put human skin, as, human hand is the only one that's going to be any amount of good. Yeah, I see that you've put Wilder's brain in very not quite lit. <laughs> <laughs> Just snuck that right in there. Oh, yeah, this is not the first time he's done that. Well, it was when she was talking about pandas, and I could only think of one person that it reminded me of to hear about how stupid it was. <laughs> we don't have anything for mouth. What do we hold on? What do we think about big nasty sloth hands? They got them weird little tentacle hands. Ooh, tentacles. Ew. Where do we put all of that shit? <laughs> tentacles tentacles got to be are pretty awesome. good though. Yeah, dog. There's like an octopus got eight of them, motherfucks. And they have a, a brain in each of their tentacles. They have a what? brain in each of them? Yeah. Oh <laughs> that is disgusting <laughs> to me. Fucking gross. Wait, so 
how do why? I mean, so what is it just like they're all operating independently? So here's the thing about invertebrates. <laughs> they their brains are not like ours. So when you think about a brain, even in a bee or an octopus or a crab, it's usually just like a lump of neurons. So it's not exactly like how you would picture our brain. So with the octopus, their main brain is in their body, their head, whatever you want to call it. It's shaped yeah, like a donut. This is one of my favorite things about the octopus. What? It's shaped like a donut, and their esophagus, basically, their the tube from their mouth to their stomach, goes through their brain. So if they eat something that's too big, it bangs into their brain, and they get brain damage. Oh, my God, just <laughs> like McGrath. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly <laughs> like me. Um, but they have this decentralized nerve network, and they also have nerve kind of bundles in their tentacles and so if you actually cut off a tentacle it'll do stuff even uh, detached from the octopus yeah that's a nightmare (laughs) i'm also just thinking about this this fucking cthulhu beast we're creating right now that has tentacles with human hands at the end of each one (laughs) and spider legs apparently also spider legs and don't forget it flies and it's cute yeah it's (laughs) it's somehow cute Size, so I think that like a T Rex, for example, too big, right? Because then you can't get little things that are trying to get away from you. Yeah, T Rex objectively and too I th- big. Like, so what's like the optimum size? I think it depends what you're after. It's because it depends what kind of habitat you're in. Because big is good for if you're in the cold, mm-hmm. and small is better if you're in the heat. But it also depends, are you a predator or you prey? So this leads me to, also, we should probably be talking about what we're eating, what our diet is of this animal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Make a category for diet. Yeah, yeah. which I, w- I was thinking right before this started, because I listened to an episode, as, and you guys mentioned you always talk about snacks. And I was like, oh, we're not going to have a snack category, but it turns out maybe we will. No, definitely. Oh, love Al- this. Always got to be a always got to be a snack category. Yes, please. As a matter of fact, I'm changing it to snacks. Snacks, uh, yes. Plants got to be a very quite lit snack, right? Easiest to get. No, no one's going to put up a fight. So I think vegetation. If you look at the different kind of types of diets that you have in the animal kingdom, you have carnivores eat meat. You have herbivores that are just eat plants. You have omnivores that eat everything. You have scavengers who eat other animals' leftovers, mostly dead stuff. You mm-hmm. have um, you have detritivores that eat dead stuff and like trash in the ocean, and then you also have animals that eat poop, coprophagus, <laughs> coprivores. So obviously that one's very not quite lit. <laughs> yeah, poop yeah, eater got to sure. be the worst thing. <laughs> it's an important <laughs> part of the ecosystem, but yes, I would agree it's probably oh the least God. fun. However, if you're thinking about either herbivores or carnivores, like herbivores you got to eat all the time cuz you're not getting as much from your food. You're kind of you constantly have to eat. Carnivores you have to hunt, which is a lot of work. If you're an omnivore, you can eat whatever you want at any time, which is why I would consider that to be the best one. Right. But yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then there's scavengers, which also you can kind of eat whatever you want, but you have to you have to go looking for it. Right. Oh, looking for it, very not quite lit. Yeah, <laughs> having to do any amount of work. Ew. <laughs> yeah, doing work is bad. No, scavenger, well, I think, okay. is a two. Poop eater. You didn't talk about mouths at all, though, y'all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what so, kind of mouth you, what kind of mouth you, okay, like, you, big, you dig in? Nasty shark mouth. Don't they got, like, several rows of teeth? 
Yeah, it's like a conveyor belt. They're always growing new teeth. It's called a tooth whirl. A conveyor belt. Yeah. Yeah. That's got oh, a, that's yikes. really high on the list for me, I have to be honest with you. Yeah, a conveyor belt, conveyor belt mouth is very quite lit. Just yeah. to let you know, though, the trade-off is that every time you take a bite, you lose several teeth. They just come but right you out. You said they're always growing back. Yeah, but it's just yeah. you just have to constantly, they just fall out. It's like your jaw's okay made out that. of jelly. Still, I still want to call that very quite lit. Yeah, it's good for me, too, because in that situation, right, if I'm an omnivore and I'm sometimes chomping down on a, on a prey, mm-hmm. then they're going to know, too. It's going to be like, well, fuck. Jesse attacked me, and I know because he left a goddamn mess of teeth inside of me from yes, that nasty right. conveyor belt Truth. he's got in his mouth. <laughs> yeah. God, this thing that we are creating is straight <laughs> from hell. <laughs> this is like when they talk about like the great creature that will come and destroy us all. Yeah, a fucking eldritch beast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I really, I really hope someone does some fan art of this when we're done. <laughs> We've asked for fan art so many times. It's yeah, never nobody. <laughs> If they ain't if they ain't made fan art yet, this is not gonna be the one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe I can get some this week in science listeners to listen to this episode and make oh, some fan yes, art. Yes, please. Yeah, and pop some fan art for this big spooky yeah. monster we're making. Oh my god. Yeah, this thing's a nightmare. No teeth at uh, all, very not quite lit, correct? Just gummy gummies. Yeah, or or also yeah. jawless is a thing. <laughs> you can have teeth, Ew. but you're just always open. <sighs> Who's jawless? Hey, Blair, what's that big nasty? What's that big nasty water critter that's just like a big blob with a face? You know what I'm talking about? Are you talking about the blobfish? That might be it. So the thing about the blobfish is, it looks like a grumpy old cartoon of a man when he's yes, 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 out yes. of okay, water. That thing. But when you put it, has it a nose, in, right? Well, if you put it in the deep sea where it's supposed to be where there's a lot of pressure on his body then he looks like a normal fish oh what it's because you're bringing him up out out of his normal um atmospheres of pressure so his body kind of like spills out in every direction oh weird it does i mean yeah it's i still not a very attractive fish but it still looks more like a regular thing (laughs) as fish go (laughs) i hate this thing without the water (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's it's horrible. It looks like Mr. Saturn. Just um, like so power is like you become a blob when you take it out of the water, very not quite lit. Oh yeah. <laughs> blob out of the water. Wait, Blair, you mentioned a jawless animal. Can you go back to that? What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, so like hagfish <laughs> and um I think they're called lancets. Um Ew, hagfish looks like a looks like an intestine. Yes, exactly. They look like like worms. Oh no, thank you. <laughs> So here's my thing with the ocean. Fuck the ocean. (laughs) The amount of spooky creatures under that goddamn ocean, it keeps me awake at night. Uh, Are you aware of giant sea spiders? You should check them out also. Oh my God. God. Giant sea spider. Uh, So Wilder just said that he hates most of the planet since it's mostly covered in ocean. So that's good to know. I like to eat the ones I know about. But here's the spit, the selling point of the ocean for our character here is that them ocean critters obviously on land ain't worth a shit, but damn mm-hmm. in the water, you mm-hmm. are fucked, dude. You there is mm-hmm. nothing you're going to do like they got you. Like a shark? Well, I'll just punch that shark in the nose like Lara Croft. Oh. <laughs> like the like the documentary Tomb Raider, I see. Yes. <laughs> of course. Okay, yeah, gums only bad, jawless bad, conveyor belt of teeth obviously very good. Ooh, what about <laughs> what about them? How them snakes unhinge their jaws? That's pretty good, right? 
so they don't unhinge their jaws. What? Oh, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> what? They have, they have extra joints. So it's like an accordion. Extra joints, dumb So dumb. there's two things happening with, with snake mouths. So one on either side, we have uh, just our mandible is attached at two joints, just open, close. That's our mouth. But they have basically two extra bones. They're called quadrate bones. So they open up like, like an accordion. So they open up top to bottom much bigger. But then their bottom jaw, the mandible... Ours is all one piece. Theirs is two pieces, and it's kind of covered with stretchy skin in the middle, so they can open up really far wide as well. Ooh. So multiple yeah. jointed and mouth. my favorite thing about it is that they, when they're swallowing things, sometimes it takes many minutes to swallow food whole. And right. so uh, they, they could potentially have trouble breathing while they're swallowing that food. So they actually, actually have an air hole that comes up out of their throat and out of the side of their mouth to help them breathe while they're swallowing. What the fuck? Yeah, I it's great. Those. Yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah, I think snake mouth video. very quite lit. I can't see a damn thing wrong with that whole thing that just got snake explained. mouth. Snake mouth. Oh, snake mouth. I, that yeah. doesn't seem very quite quite lit to me because you could literally die from lack of air while you're no, eating. No, they got that little breathe tube that pops yeah, out. Yeah, what when... if the breathe tube malfunctions? Well, I don't then, think you should need a know. breathing tube to eat. <laughs> that sounds very not quite lit to me. Hot take for Wilder. Fine. Snake mouth is a two. <laughs> I feel like you could say that about any animal adaptation. Like, what if it doesn't work? Yeah, of course, yeah, dead. exactly. What if the teeth on the conveyor belt so, don't grow back? Like, bro, it's gonna. That's the whole point. <laughs> All right. You love a snake mouth so much. Put it. <laughs> yes. You a snake mouth. I don't like mouth. when you got to look at a snake after it's eaten like a mongoose or something and it's just you just see the whole body just floating mm-hmm. through that neck what do we what do we that. think about that as a power the fact that when a snake eats something you could just see it in its body for like many everyone hours. knows what you just ate that's not that's not good to me that's very not quite lit well but oh, this is i kind of cool like about it. it if you're somebody that that doesn't want to stop for bathroom breaks uh reptiles only go to the bathroom like once a week Ooh, once I a like week that. sounds nice that's a good yeah. power to me bathroom once a week yeah. I wouldn't mind that, I suppose. And you also don't need to eat that often. So if you're a snake, you're only eating, depending on the size of snake you are and how big you're, the food you're eating, once a week, once a month, once every few months. Oof. Snakes? Mm-hmm. Snakes yeah. pretty good. That's yeah. a, snakes a, big nasty freaks, though. Like pretty big animal. Pretty, pretty good animal, but definitely big nasty freaks. Undeniably. Um, I don't get people that like like to hang with snakes what's that what? yeah Blair what's the science behind nasty freak snake people you mean like yeah. me um do you like no. to like touch a snake I work with snakes yeah I take snakes yeah but you don't have one like stuff. at your house you don't have like and a then, pet like... snake though no I came very close to having a pet snake you ever see Ooh, those people that very... just like walk around out in the world with their no those pet people snake? are insane yeah none of that yeah 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 that's what I mostly mean <gasps> like the people that walk around with cockatoos on their shoulder yeah oh my god oh my god <laughs> the, the most worst. interesting people ever the worst <laughs> throw them in the trash honestly i mean one of the primary reasons i don't like birds is because i grew up next door to this person who had a bird a little cockatoo and they would always be like come on over play with the cockatoo and the cockatoo i hated it play with it what's to play with <laughs> let me tell you exact i'm not even kidding this is what they would do they would go hey do the vacuum thing, and then they would shake it, and it would put its head to the carpet and run across the room making a vacuum noise. Ew. It sounds like they were torturing that bird. 
It yeah. wasn't like shaking it hard. Still not great. Don't shake another bonus yeah, point. And don't I, shake that's the why bird. I hate birds. <laughs> don't shake the bird. Yeah, parrots don't make great pets. Uh, they they're very loud. They're destructive, and they're emotionally kind of fragile. <laughs> they need a family group. <laughs> emotionally fragile is a whack ass <laughs> power, huh? <laughs> Ding. Blair, you were worried we weren't going to come up with some very not-quite-lit animal powers, but alas, <laughs> it's the biggest category we got. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> People uh, are going to listen to this and go, God, Blair really doesn't like animals. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that you don't like well, them, you're just aware of their many Slice weaknesses. us off your favorite um, mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Blair, what's your favorite mouth? Ready, set, go. That's my favorite icebreaker. I want to talk about tusks. Oh, please. Okay, good. Yes, please do. I think you're like there's lots of pros there. It's uh it shows how big and strong you are. It mm-hmm. is defensive. There's lots of good stuff there. The one big negative, humans are going to try to kill you and turn you into a trophy. Ooh, but if so I that got sucks. Yes. <sighs> yes. However, if I got like spider legs and tentacles and like <laughs> armor, I'd like to see them fucking try, honestly. It's an invita- open invitation to try and take my fucking tusks when I got my yeah, prehensile I mean, tail. And a micro brain. <laughs> One of the reasons that elephants are hunted way more for their ivory than hippos, because hippos also have ivory in their mouth, is that hippos are so dangerous, but they still are hunted. Just right. not as much. And tusk is a mouth. Hippos just like naturally aggressive like that. Like if I walked up to a hippo, it would come kill me. So they are territorial, which means that if you're in space that they consider theirs, you're screwed. Mm. The reason so many people get killed by hippos is that they are nocturnal so i guess you could call that a power right so they're awake at night but they they graze on grass all night long and the they walk they're so big and heavy and their feet are so big that they where they walk it looks like a human footpath and so in the morning when they're getting ready to go back to the the river people walk on the footpath and then they're immediately in between a hippo and the water which you don't want to be and so Oof, you are basically threatening their territory. So they open up their mouth almost 180 degrees, stick all those tusks oh, straight out and run at you. And they can run <laughs> between Honestly, 25 I and 35 miles an I hour. Do. I would freeze. I would fall on the ground. I would shit my pants. I would start crying. And, I would just die. <laughs> and well, you then you die. would die. Yeah. Wait. So d- how- I believe you, Blair, obviously, but what you're telling me is that they will open their mouth 180 degrees and then begin to run. So they're yeah. running with their mouths open, <laughs> wide ass open. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. putting hippo as a bonus point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. fair. Hippo's scary as hell. Well, they're also, the way that they mark their territory is that the males will actually shake their tail while they poop so that they spray it everywhere to mark their space Jeez louise oh god i do love a little baby hippo though who yeah. doesn't yeah who, yeah what's the cutest baby animal what's the cutest oh jeez. is it a pup like a like a golden retriever puppy is that no just have that's it on so big what a basic ass thing you just said yeah but is it does it have it on lock dog nah i love i love a baby elephant mm, oh a baby a elephant because there's because it's one, it's always fun to see something little that's normally so big. And two, they're all clumsy. Mm-hmm. Like the, I feel like a lot of little clips I see of a baby elephant is them like flipping and flopping about, just tripping over themselves. I love that. Yeah, shit. but that's puppies too. Yeah, but imagine a puppy, but it's supposed to be the size of an elephant. That's what I like. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, there is something to this seeing a small version of something that's big. Like a What's baby giraffe. Dumb fucking ears. No, giraffes are. I don't get all of giraffe yeah, parts. Giraffes are weird as hell. Giraffes basically just look like giraffes from the time they're we born. We don't have anything in size except for T Rex being very not quite lit. I'm going to say giraffe also no good. Too big. That whole neck situation bad. And I understand that I said I like long animals. And that's the <laughs> I was long, just about to say like a potentially long the animal. longest animal. <laughs> too long, though. You know, too much of a good thing. Oh, giraffes are too much of a good <laughs> thing. Got it. <laughs> McGrath's Animal Reviews. Yeah. It's, <laughs> that's the new blog I'm starting. Giraffes, nah. Too much of a good thing. So I'm going to say a good size would probably be wolf because you're oh, yeah. you're big enough to assert your dominance and and to move quickly, but you're not so big that you're you potentially are clumsy, you draw attention, you could um overheat. I don't know. Right. Is there like any advantage to not having a pack like wolves have? Hmm. I think also, how come people call themselves lone wolves when they're famous to travel in packs? That just <laughs> That's a great to me. question. I don't know. <laughs> I guess people do silly things. Um, stupid. Yeah. yeah, there you go. I didn't want to say it. Um, yeah, so there are animals that are territorial, and I think it usually, when, when they're territorial and they're solitary, when they like to be alone, it usually has to do with resources um, or their something to do with their life history. So Jesse, your favorite, the polar bear is usually a solitary animal and resources are so scarce that especially males, adult males, when they are, when it's not breeding season, you don't want to be anywhere near them as another adult male or as a female because they will actually cannibalize polar bears in their territory. Oh God. Can't oh cannibal is a medium power to me, huh? I mean by any means <laughs> necessary. Jesse, it sucks that your favorite animal is a cannibal, bro. <laughs> nah, it's fine, baby, because you know I love to consume one another, so <laughs> you know that's my exact shit. Um yeah, cannibal is a medium, I guess. I don't even know why it's medium. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotta be. Um what mouth a, like a human human mouth bad? Human mouth bad, right? Why? Um, I, it, Not bad at all. Our Very teeth are good. actually pretty good for yeah, dog omnivore stuff, for being able to eat everything. Because we have the the plant-based teeth in the back. We have all the molars for, for crunching plants. And then we have canines for ripping meat. And we have incisors for biting things. So, like... Hey, McGrath, why don't you stay off my podcast if you're going to talk shit about my mouth? <laughs> <laughs> but I just the think human we got a coward's jaw, mouth. The, the human jaw is very weak. Yeah, see Wilder, weak ass bitch okay. ass jaw. <laughs> Not mine. <laughs> oh, somebody's been in the gym working on his mouth. We don't have a very pretty good animal size. Well, like a bear, that's like very pretty good to me, right? Maybe a little bit too big, but otherwise not bad. Yeah, that make that sounds right to me. Um Jesus Christ, this is Also a for nasty size, thing. we've only written other animals. We didn't actually write any sizes. <laughs> Yeah, well, what are you going to put, man? Medium? Like, medium in, in reference to what? <laughs> as soon as you said oh, fucking no. T-Rex, it Seven threw feet. the thing all Think aside. about the fact that this thing with tentacles and spider legs is only the size of a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's, it's got a conveyor belt of teeth. 
Okay, I have one more thing that I want to talk about, and I don't know if it's its own category or not, but what about, like, defense mechanisms? Like, is that powers? Oh, or like we... a skunk? Very quite lit. Put that power in very quite lit. What? Very quite skunk lit. Skunk power? <laughs> yeah. No one is going to fuck with you. Think about the fact that me, uh, technically a grown man, will turn and run if I see a skunk. <laughs> But you're a fucking Shout weenie. out to Stewie, the skunk that lives on my street, who just will sometimes just sit on my porch and wait for me to just wait him out. <laughs> yeah. I, I think know Stewie's listening. Scent, scent marking is, in general, it's pretty cool. Because you also can use it to communicate with other animals. So you can, like, lemurs do it. They can rub their wrist on a stump, and then you can come by later and be like, oh, Gary's been here. <laughs> like, oh, I like cool. a lemur. Yeah. Oh, you just know the scent of Gary's stink. I like. Yeah, that. Gary Bear's yeah. already been there. Yeah, um, yeah. Defense powers. There's also quills. Um, there's poison. I would quills say quills very pretty good because like, what's what, the you, difference you between really poison sort of and the... venom? What's the difference? Poison is ingested and venom is injected. Oh, what a good answer! Wait, so. Venom seems like the better one, right? So poison, venom the- is most likely not a defense. It is for hunting. Oh, okay. So this is what I meant. Maybe defense power is not right. What I mean is kill powers. I'm talking about <laughs> okay. how to, I'm talking about how to just, just seems like, like regular powers to me still. Well, no, maybe. <laughs> I just think there's lots of different okay, ways. You want, fine. You want kill powers? Fine. I'll allow it. Yeah, we could do defense um, powers too, but I mostly am interested in how these things are getting okay, a kill. Okay, skunk on. power, not a kill power. Yeah, that's the yeah. thing. <laughs> I already put scent marking in, in powers above, so that's okay, fine. That's so, kill power, thing. you want venom injection. I think venom, yeah, our so thing. So, like, what does that? Oh, like a scorpion? <laughs> scorpion snakes. Uh, actually, platypuses have venomous scratch abilities. Yeah, Ooh. yo, that's my thing with. So, platypus has like a lot of powers, I feel like. Platypus sorty is what we're talking about right now, which is a Frankenstein full of other animal parts. Yeah. Yeah. Na- yeah. And it's nasty too. Just like the thing we're talking about. Uh, venom. Po- so poison to me, it's got to be ingested, meaning like they have to eat you a little bit. Yeah. So that's, that's the drawback is you're basically taking one for the team. So you get eaten and it makes the like I'm a salamander and I get eaten by a crow. I'm dead, but the crow barfs up later and goes, I'm never eating a salamander again. Interesting. So it doesn't even fucking kill the crow. It just teaches him a lesson. It we've could... talked a lot about salamanders here before. Yeah, we know we know a lot about the salamanders. Well, we discovered that they're family. amphibians. And by we discovered oh, yeah. I mean yeah. I discovered. Yeah. Yeah. Stupid ass wilder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um I feel like claws and claws and teeth is medium, right? It's fine, but you but it's like yeah, boring. I got yeah, claws and teeth. Boring as hell. <laughs> What's your favorite kill power, Blair? So porcupine quills are cool because oh, they yeah. um they can't shoot their quills, but if you like touch a porcupine, you'll come away with quills in your hand, and they are oh. they will soak up uh kind of moisture from your body and expand and in the quills are these barbs like the back of an arrowhead so you can't really pull them out very easily and if you let it sit there long enough there are animals that have actually been killed by this quill working its way into a vital organ over time damn Ooh. don't fuck with a porcupine 
Yeah. yeah quill oh is man, I got one, and I hate to even give them a shout out, but it's not really a kill power, but it makes me want to kill, so I'll count it. Skeeter bites. Yeah, Skeeter bite. I was just gonna mm-hmm. say Skeeter bite is the worst thing on the whole earth, and so... which unfortunately makes it a very quite lit. Yeah, kill power. I hate. So you're basically talking about any living thing. That's being, my least favorite animal. Being a vector, a vector is what you're talking about. Victor, vector, vector. A Go, vector. Just means you must you... explain what you mean, Blair. Yeah. <laughs> there's no way that either of us is gonna know what you're talking about. Uh, just the, for the listeners that don't understand. Yeah, yeah yes, not me, yes, but like me, somebody let me else. Clarify for the listeners. So if they're a vector, so their their mosquito bite is giving you a disease that they're carrying in their body. Motherfuckers. Ooh, God, the <laughs> so it's not so much that you're dying because of the mosquito bite, the actual bite. You're dying because of the thing that ended up in your body as a result. Oh, God. So that's why when you say the hippos are the most deadly animal in Africa, technically mosquitoes are because of, you know, malaria. Okay. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Okay. God, malaria is so lame. Mosquitoes are so fucking (laughs) lame, dude. Hot Mosquitoes are the fucking biggest hater in the world. I hate them. Yeah. (laughs) So for a long time, we thought mosquitoes had no reason to exist, kind of like pandas. Uh, But most recently, we have found out that mosquitoes actually are pollinators. So if we killed all the mosquitoes, there might actually be consequences. No! Plus, they love being dickheads. What my personal research shows is that every skeeter loves to be an asshole. And that's why they Honestly, yeah, fuck those flowers. I don't care about those flowers if it means all mosquitoes are gone. Most of your food requires pollination. Just but other things can it do it. There. Look how many bees we got. We got a surplus of bees, right? Yeah, everybody knows we got bees <laughs> aplenty. Everything I've heard is that there's too many bees. There's too many bees. <laughs> um, what do a penguin's wings do if not to fly? I'm gonna blow your mind now. They do fly, but in the water. Oh boy, jeez, Louise! Very <laughs> no, quite lit. Actually, actually though, they use the so exact swim, same muscles. They use the same muscles and the same Yeah, movement. they do. They kind of just glide, huh? Yeah, so they fly just in a different medium. I love that. I love that. They're perfect. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's no... The only the very not quite lit appendages is too many. I think we've decided. <laughs> What's yeah, too Yeah, but many, like we though? already... Hold on. Hold on. You put spider legs as a very quite lit. So <laughs> so eight is not too many. What? How? What's okay. too many for you? Okay, so there's no bad appendages unless we want to put webbed foot. But I don't think it's going to be bad. I think it's medium. No, it's a medium. But put that I, in I liked webbed feet. Yeah, they're good. Um, I think just like to me, none is bad. No, none is good. We already talked about this. It's fucking snakes. If you gotta take away one thing from this whole hour we've been talking, it's that f- snakes are f- spooky as hell and they good animals. And part <laughs> of it is because they got no appendages. God damn it. So there's one category missing from this matrix oh, that I, I do want to bring up before we're done here. I love that you called it a matrix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Um, What's missing? And it's it's mating strategies. Yes. Oh, we're so dumb. Who? How yeah, can we forget? Idiot. A couple yeah. of virgins over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, tell us all about. Tell us all about it. Go on. Well, I would rather you tell me oh, what sure. yeah. you want out of your animal here. As the, the peacock's expert. whole thing, I'm into it, right? Fucking show it off, baby. Oh, you what you like the little the little bird dance, the whole like that. Yeah. That's what this you're is about? more, I guess, like uh 
more like charming than it is actually mating. No, that's part of it for sure. You're okay, like okay, okay, okay. Yeah, the courtship. Oh, you yeah, so like the you're a gentleman. You like the courtship. I'm a gentleman, dude. So I like the peacock's whole thing. That's pretty badass. So my favorite thing about the peacock and their whole thing is that it's basically how big can I grow these useless feathers Amazing. that actually slow me down and make it harder for me to get away from a predator without dying. Mm-hmm. You know what my least favorite thing about peacocks are? The way they just wander the fuck around in zoos without being in any cages. <laughs> <laughs> I do not a like turning a corner and then seeing a peacock. We used to... I. <laughs> I used to live in this apartment building across the street from this mansion, which I've realized doesn't make any sense, but I promise I'm not lying. And the, this mansion had many animals on their uh, estate. One of which was like a shitload of peacocks. Mm -hmm. And they used to just fucking like post up in our driveway. And we just couldn't get up. We'd I'd yes. try and like shoo them away and they just didn't really care. And they would do the noise, the big nasty noise that a peacock does. Mm -hmm. that that yeah, or whatever it is bird. it really was like a, a real yeah a dinosaur asshole move yeah they are pretty much a dinosaur um but you like the peacock mating situation yeah it's just it's so over the top i love it okay over the top i, I do like that what are your, some of your favorite your favorite mating uh situations i don't i don't want i don't like the ones where they fight that one makes me sad yeah, you know, sure. Like an aggressive mating situation you, is no good Are you saying the me. ones who fight, who like, it's males fighting for a female? Or are you saying it's where the male and the female fight? I'm talking about when the male and the female fight as a means to reproduce. I'm not making that up, right? There's animals that do that. So I have some bad news for you. And it is that most animal sex is not consensual. Oh, God damn it. Most? <laughs> most. <laughs> Holy shit. Maybe maybe this is one where humans got it right again. Do we think? Are we about to times up all these animals right now? <laughs> I think so it's it's definitely better when the female has control because it's she can basically decide when it does and does not happen. Okay. Okay. Which is great. Yes. Very good. So part of the whole thing is that, you know, sperm is cheap and eggs are very expensive. And so the females kind of um, investment in reproduction is way higher than the males. And so if the female has agency over when, how, and with who, then there's more control over that kind of limited supply. And it's okay for males because, you know, they can spread it pretty thin. Are there male animals that only mate for reproductive purposes and not for pleasure? Um, I That's hard to say, but I think most probably not <laughs> is for reproduction and not for pleasure there's there there's not a lot of species that we found sex for pleasure involved i mean the the main situation is that you have hormones in your body telling you that it's pleasurable because it is for reproduction that is the reason for it i like uh i'll do like a ho a seahorse i was just about a, to say seahorse seahorse i'm a fan of mm -hmm. yeah yeah definitely that's a good one. Just kind of handle business any which way. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, if you want to look at weird animal sex, it is all, it's in the invertebrate <laughs> realm. You know I do. It's great. <laughs> Go on. So like, so there's all sorts of different types of phalluses. 
in the animal world and and in the human world. Yeah, yeah, everybody, I, everybody I think, different. Yeah, <laughs> this is like another. This is another level of different, though. Yeah, some of them got like little creepy hooks on the end of them, right? Yeah, actually, there are mammals that have hooked penises and barbed penises, <laughs> which is Oof. a whole thing. Oh my god, um, so yeah. scary! And then there's very not quite lit power hooked. Penis. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm putting that in mating. Hooked and or barbed penis is horrible. Yeah. If you're a snake or a lizard, you actually have two penises. Oh, oh tell nice. me again about how snakes suck, Wilder. Two dicks, baby. <laughs> double it. <laughs> yeah, we might as well double it. They're called hemipenes. Um, and <laughs> I would have to say, <laughs> also, most, most mammals have an actual bone called a baculum uh, in their in their penis but humans Uh and very few other mammals do not so that also is kind of an interesting thing that they usually have a bone weird um but in the invertebrate world there it's it's very intense because there's some animals that their penis is actually like a dagger and they stab their partner and inject sperm right into their body (laughs) (laughs) to make it better on the other side though there's animals like um Redback spiders and praying mantises, where the females eat the male afterwards. So okay, I like that. That I'm into. <laughs> just fully eat them. Just straight up eat them. Yeah. So McGrath, if I'm not mistaken, is that your perfect animal? Because not only do they consume one another sexually, <laughs> yes. they then quite Correct. literally consume one another. Yes. This fucking monster that we've created <laughs> at the end of the day is gonna get its hump on and then eat. Its partner, num 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 fully with its big fucking scary spider mouth. <laughs> yeah, this is a huge nightmare. <laughs> I love oh, it. Oh god, so good. What's your least favorite mating practice, Blair? Probably porcupines because it's just the most non-consensual thing you've ever seen. It's really oh, sad. <laughs> it's just there's that quills everywhere. Dangerous too with all them quills. Yeah. So that's the other thing. Porcupine quills have natural antibiotics in them. We think. So that way, if you poke yourself or another porcupine, can't get an infection. Oh, if anything, it'll heal an infection. It'll just get it. It'll fix it right up. Oh, interesting. A little really, medicine. You know, a twist. They're doing each other a favor. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just fucking run up on each other and stab each other. Then you're welcome. I had the misfortune of watching some turtles mate at a county fair once. Oh. And I did not care for the sound they were making. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit. A nice... <gasps> <gasps> Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All noises gotta go. I prefer to mate in silence, please. Yeah, silent? Put silent in very quietly. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. I would also say mating. Ooh, hermaphrodite. I really like that. Because then you give some, you get some. Oh, just do it yourself. Yeah. That's Is that not what uh, seahorses are all about? Seahorses, the, the males and the females uh, do opposite things. So the female actually has something kind of like a penis. And she um, gives the male the fertilized eggs and he grows them. He raises them in his body. But sea slugs, for example, are hermaphrodites. And so they actually go um, head to tail and they simultaneously give and get. Okay. okay. Interesting. I like that. Yes, that's good. Yeah. That's much better than a hooked or barbed penis, certainly. Yeah. <laughs> um, great. Well, I think, I mean, I don't know how you guys feel, but just looking at this great monstrosity, this I've, I'm a big just fan. Just to recap, the perfect animal <laughs> is 
an animal that can fly has electroreception. Still cute. Somehow it's still cute. <laughs> it's got the brain of a crow. It goes to the bathroom once a week. It can mark its scent. It's got venom, quills, and <laughs> poisonous bites like a mosquito. It has eight legs like a spider. Also got human hands and <laughs> tentacles. Keep in mind, it's cute. It's got two layers of fur like an otter. It's got armor. <laughs> I guess somewhere with that fur, there's armor in there. It is the size of a wolf. It's got a conveyor belt full of teeth. It also has a snake mouth. I thought that said smash mouth for a second. It's got t- it's got tusks, a prehensile tail, eats everything, and when it mates, it's got a big plume of feathers, I guess, like a peacock. <laughs> and the females eat the males afterwards. Yeah. And it's a seahorse. <laughs> yeah. yeah, all that it's makes in sense silence to me. and can do it to itself. I actually think that what's better is the very not quite lit animal, which always has an upset tummy. And it's basically a human, but it's the size of a T-Rex. And it doesn't have teeth. And it's got a little rat tail. And it just eats poop. Yeah, it's got a barbed penis. <laughs> it just eats Ugh. poop and has a barbed penis. <laughs> Yikes. Holy shit. Oh, All boy. right, well, shit. This is my favorite episode by a landslide. <laughs> yeah, this is a good one. Um, Thanks so much, Blair. You want to plug anything? Tell us about your podcast. Yeah. I think you already did, but say it again. It's called This Week in Science. We film live to YouTube every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Pacific time. You can join us at twist.org. And uh, we also are in the iTunes store, so you can find us there. We release all our podcasts as audio only as well. Yes. Please go listen to them and subscribe. Yes. Give them the likes. Give them the subscribes. Give them the, give them the reviews. All that good stuff. Um, yeah. And then we'll do our shout outs. Obviously, thank you, Adam Faye, for the art. Thank you, Bad Todd, for the music. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, and don't forget to consume one another. <laughs>